0: I just want to follow up on Richard Kaufman's point uh, in terms of the power of states and local governments to really make a huge difference. One area that I think is underappreciated by most people is the massive impact we're about to see in the transformation of the automotive fleet from internal combustion engines to electric vehicles. I think it's an inevitability because we're finding the economics will will be compelling it. When we have electric vehicles costing um, less, than um, other cars, and certainly on a levelized cost of ownership basis, um, it will be less. And the prospect of our being able to transform um, from an environmental point of view, the impact of the automotive fleet, and I say the automotive fleet starting off with passenger cars, but then moving to buses and trucks and everything else, becoming electric, which I really consider it inevitable. It has massive impact in terms of carbon, the states and local governments, if it's really economically desirable to have that transformation because costs are being driven down, which I think is what's happening, and we need to see that right now. Um, and we'll see that over what I consider to me not that many years, four, five, six years. Um, we'll have a situation where for New York City with our 1.4 million registered vehicles, but for the country as a whole, we will see state and local governments being able to say, we will now, for new car registrations, require that only electric vehicles be permitted. And certainly with autonomous vehicles, that would be certainly something we can expect. So what I see is two things happening. Number one, a massive um, benefit from the carbon point of view. And number two, a massive benefit to utilities. Because what we are going to see is, for the first time in a long time, a significant source of load growth. Uh, the utility companies offsetting load decline that comes from energy efficiency in general. So all of that is just something that I think is... In the works, inevitable in my judgment, uh, requires state and local governments to actually do things to exercise the right to restrain um, what would be viewed at that point, I think, as harmfully emitting vehicles and being registered. And I think it will make a real difference. I, I, I don't, I think you're
1: probably right. Uh, I'm, I'm much more knowledgeable, I'm sure, about the specifics. Uh, the one caveat on the cl- climate benefit is. If that electricity Mm -hmm. is being produced by coal plants or even natural gas plants, it's not as good as it could be and should be. It's not as good as it could be, but it's
0: a lot better than the internal
1: combustion engine. Oh, no, no, that's the other... that's That's the gain you get on that side there but uh, the, the truth is that the hard thing that we're going to face in about 20 years from now is if we want deep decarbonization the transformation the shift to natural gas has been beneficial from a carbon standpoint up till now uh, but at some point if that's going to turn around where you burn that and you get carbon dioxide just get Less Less than you do in a normal Mm -hmm. coal plant. But we're going to have, if we're really going for decarbonization, we're going to have to figure that one out uh, kind of thing. But certainly these are the kinds of improvements partly driven by markets, partly driven by policy, especially at the state level.
2: I'm busting a gut over this, though, too. And and, uh, because we we have fundamentally done a major down-select to lithium-ion batteries, and and uh, and we the the world produces lithium in exactly six countries: Zimbabwe, Chile, Argentina, Australia, China, and one other. I can't write. I remember. Last Olivia. night I can't. Yeah. Where? Bolivia. It might be. Yeah. It's, it's yes. South America. Chile, yeah. Chile, and Peru. I think you said. that. and, so and um and uh and so so. So the, the the true cost of that supply chain is not yet reflected in in the cost of the batteries, and so what uh, what we really need to be doing is investing in alternative battery technologies so that we're not so you don't create a, uh, so so it doesn't make OPEC look like a piker um, uh, when you're talking about lithium and cobalt is a similar problem, and so so I just think we need to pay attention to supply chains in that regard.